Welcome to The Author's Journey with number one international best-selling author and in-demand publisher, Rebecca Hall Greider. Today, we'll showcase the works of an amazing best-selling author, find out the story behind their book, and explore ways to bring your message powerfully forward. Now, here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. I'm honored to be connecting in with you on the author's journey as we talk to amazing experts, leaders, influencers, and best-selling authors, and they pull back the curtain and share some of the journey, what it's been like to bring their book forward, to have it received as a bestseller and above, and sharing insights in their area of expertise as well as what the journey is truly like so that you, as as the listener empowered on your journey. Oh, welcome everybody. Thrilled to have you here. I encourage everyone to grab a piece of paper or a notepad or a journal, uh, wherever you take notes, and a writing utensil so that you can capture your notes because this time is for you. This is an opportunity for you to slow down, take a breath, and be supported to be poured into on your journey. So I encourage you to be open, ready to receive, have that notepad so that when you hear that idea or that thought or that tip, you can write it down and have that to take with you as you go back out into the world. Also, I find sometimes what we discuss actually triggers an idea or an additional thought or something else bubbles up within you. And this is a great opportunity for you to capture that as well. So I encourage you to do that. Today, we're talking with an amazing author who's going to really empower us in the area of business, particularly in those numbers and having them work for us and being empowered in that. So our businesses are actually supporting us versus owning us because that can happen sometimes. So how do we start to shift that where they're really supporting us and how we want to be in our life and how we want to live in our life. So excited about the conversation, but to again, help you get the most out of our time together today, let's take a moment and connect in. So take a breath. Beautiful. Take one more. Wonderful. Just know that we are here for you. Excited to be supporting you and pouring into you on your journey. And you get to be and receive during this time. So welcome. We're just thrilled to have you joining us. I want to share a little bit about our amazing expert. So you know some of her area of expertise, some of her background from a little more um, formal perspective, and then we're going to get into our conversation. So Debbie Corey is an international best-selling author, business owner, and CEO of Acumaxim, a strategic CFO company. Her firm specializes in helping companies improve cash flow, increase profits, and scale their business. She is a strategist, 
board member and public speaker. She owns multiple businesses and is the recipient of the Gateway to Dreams Impact Award for 2019 and has been recognized by the St. Louis Small Business Monthly as a top St. Louis business advisor for 2020. That is a huge accomplishment to be given that award during um, such a, a dynamic year, we can say, for businesses. And um, I just congratulate you on that, Debbie. And um, I love, so listeners, I love this about Debbie. She's passionate about helping business owners create the life they truly want. Please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful Debbie Corey to the show. Welcome. Thank you, Rebecca. I mean, you're making me blush as you read those accolades. So thank you so very much for sharing that. You are welcome and congratulations. I'm I'm so excited for you and I just what a beautiful recognition and to have really stood out during such a challenging year as 2020 and be recognized in that. Um, to me, that's a huge accomplishment. So I just want to lean in and say congratulations again. Um, and we're very honored to have you joining us today. Well, well, thank you. And you know, that award, the reason for my success was my clients, right? I had the greatest clients and, um, they uh, told people about me, and that's how I got nominated. So that was just really made me feel like I'm in the right place, right, and helping people in the right way. Beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that. So that you stood out and made such a difference for them <laughs> that they nominated you and you got um, awarded this this great honor. So I love that. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about why this work of helping business owners in this way really create the life they want, be empowered in their business. Why is that personally so important to you? Well, it's about my grandpa. He was a veteran of World War II. He served as a cook on the Navy ship. And when he got out, he decided to apprentice to become a plumber. And like a lot of people, he said, hey, I can do this. And so he did. He started his own business. He had a couple guys working for him. And, you know, he got to be 62 years old and decided it was time to retire. So when my grandfather was ready to retire, he had a cottage on the lake, he owned his own business, and, you know, he owned his shop. And he did what many sole entrepreneurs do and decided retirement would be he would just close up everything and be done. Okay. Well, what we didn't know, what my grandfather thought his retirement plan was going to be that he would retire at 62 and die at 65. And so for the audience that doesn't understand that thinking, when my grandfather grew up in the Depression, that's what happened to men when they retired. They lived for a couple years and they died. So my grandfather really hadn't planned for his retirement and thought he was going to live on Social Security. So what he did tax-wise was a detriment to him. He didn't report profits, and when he did report profits, they were very minimal, and your Social Security money that you get from the government is based on the profits you report. Mm. So by the time my grandfather was 82, he was penniless on Medicaid in a nursing home. That's how he died. Mm. So here was this big, strong man that had worked his entire life, supported his family, and 
he had nothing to show for it in the end. And that's why I do what I do. It's just very near and dear to my heart. Hmm. Thank you for sharing. I, I think it's so important for us to uh, tap into our why and know our why. And I'm just thinking with all of our listeners um, and business owners and, and people that are tuning in today um, to really explore why, why you're doing what you do, why you're called to bring it forward. And I I'm sorry that that happened to your grandfather, but I am grateful that it has spurred in you this desire and this um, passion to help businesses, business owners and families have a different ending to their story and to how they're looking at their businesses and, and how they're looking at different transitions and things that they're doing, that they're really empowered in that. So thank you for leaning into the work that you do and empowering people and especially around uh, numbers and dollars and things like that. It's, it's not always everyone's favorite subject, but I love that you are right there to meet people where they're at and really empower them and help them tie into their passion and look at their families and be able to connect it all. Um, so just you know, I think, you, I, mm-hmm, go ahead. Yeah. You know, my grandfather had so many options, but because he wasn't educated about what those were, he didn't know what they could be. I mean, he could have rented his shop. He could have had a couple guys work for him and just drawn an income from that business. He could have shown it, you know, he could have sold his client list. He had so many more options than what he chose to do, and that's why I go out and help people figure out what options right for them. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing, because we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How wonderful to to have someone that can say, look, here, here are options. Here's things you can think about and start to build into your plan and what you're doing. So thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. And I'd like to, to jump into your book that you recently released, Loving Failure, Getting Control of Your Business Health. I'd love for you to share why you were called to bring your information forward in a book format. Why was that something that you were called to do? I I believe I was called to do it. It was actually because of the pandemic. Mm. So what, you know, happened in the pandemic is there were so many business owners that just weren't prepared for this event. And what I mean by that was they didn't have strong financials and they didn't have cash reserves and they didn't understand the importance of that. And so... I thought about my grandfather, and I thought about what I was seeing happen to the restaurant industry and the entertainment industry and how devastating, you know, the pandemic was to people. And I just thought it was so important to get out a book that talked in plain English to business owners about things that they could do to, you know, generate more cash in their business and get better profits. Powerful, and and I and your book became an international bestseller. I know it was very well received, which is um, powerful, and it was so timely. Um, so I'm grateful that you were led to bring such a powerful resource forward when it was so desperately needed. 
and and is needed and in a format that people is easily accessible for people to um, add to their library and learn from and and grow from. So thank you for for doing that. We're going to go to our first commercial break, but I wanted to, before we did that, that's why I wanted you to share a little bit about um, why you decided to do that and brought it forward, what kind of spurred that. So as we go to our commercial break listeners, I want you to think about, um, is there something pulling on your heart? Is this the time now to bring forward your information your content is this time for you to lean in to a resource that like what Debbie has brought forward and and created for the world really feel in and see um, what action is pulling you forward what is that next step and we'll look forward to continuing our conversation in just a moment Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that moment to kind of feel in and see what is pulling at you, what is calling you forward. What is is this a resource, as Debbie was sharing, why she brought this book forward and what she's hoping it will do for businesses? And is this a resource that would be supportive of you? We have been facing very unusual times um, in our country and, and around the world globally. We have all been affected. And behind the scenes, Debbie and I were talking for a moment, and um, she was sharing that, yes, we are facing all of those things, but we we want to be careful about what we're focusing on, what we're choosing. So with that, I wanted to hand the flow over to you, Debbie, and have you share a little bit of your thoughts about where we want to focus, especially with the type of year everybody's had and, and it's impacted different segments of people in different ways, different industries have been impacted, families have been impacted, like there's just so many things rippling out from the pandemic that we've faced. Um, I'd love for you to share your thoughts on that as you brought the book forward and you've been walking beside businesses. Um, what would you like to share on that? Well, you know, I've seen a lot of innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a restaurant, a, a pasta restaurant here in St. Louis that um, actually developed a whole new line of business in 90 days, and now they flash freeze pizzas, and they sell them all across the United States. 
Wow. I know of a business out in California that everything was impersonal dancing, right? She had a dance studio. Mm-hmm. Now she reaches children nationally through virtual programs. I mean, there's been so many innovations. You know, I think the word pivot been um, overrated. I think the word is innovate. And from some of our greatest economic downfalls, we have some great innovation. And we're going to see people start businesses, and we're going to see businesses change direction and things move forward. I mean, there are a lot of big companies talking about keeping some remote working as a benefit to employees. We're going to see the way business changes, and I think we need to embrace those changes. And sometimes that's hard for us. But there are so many new things in the pipeline that I think we have so much to look forward to in 2021 and 2022. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that. I love how we're reframing because you're right. Pivot has been used a lot (laughs) in describing the maneuvering uh, that has taken place. And I love that innovate because you're absolutely right. There has been so many innovations, ways of doing business. And just the couple of examples you gave, they now are reaching a larger group of people and supporting people than they were able to do locally. And that's really powerful. You know, it is. And if you had asked those business owners if they would be national, they would have looked at you and said no, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they had a problem to solve, and they chose chose to be innovative and look at it differently. And so I would encourage our listeners to do the same thing. You know, um, it could be about your book, right? Maybe you're mm-hmm. stuck on your book. Look and be innovative. See what really it talks to you at your heart because maybe the problem with your book isn't what the topic, maybe the problem is what you feel about the topic because what people don't know is it took me two years to write a book because I was on the wrong topic. Mm. So once I got the topic right, it Mm -hmm. only took me three months. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't know that that either. I'm learning all these wonderful things <laughs> in our conversation today. <laughs> I love that. I was so excited. We, we got to be part of the journey and helping um, bring the book forward. But it's so wonderful to hear some of what that journey was before you and I connected on that part to um, how you were able to move forward quickly once you tapped into um, what you were called to bring forward and how you we were called to bring it forward. And then it, it sounds like it poured out of you. So what a it wonderful did. It literally poured out of me. <laughs> yeah, because three months is fast. And so, uh, listeners, if you're feeling stuck, I think that's a really great um, question to ask is really feeling in and is that the right subject? Is that the right focus for you to be doing and to bring forward? Um, so, I love that. And I, I'm curious, were there other things that you um, – discovered along the way where maybe you were pushing and then it got into the flow? Are there other moments like that or tips you could give us around that? Yeah. And and it's funny because, you know, two years ago, I had originally wanted to write a book about successful business owners. And so I started interviewing business owners across the country. And one of the questions I asked them was, you know, can you tell me about a failure that you had along your journey? And these successful people never concentrated on their failures. It was a pretty huge discovery. Mm. And what I learned was I wanted to learn more about failure and how failure propelled them forward. 
Mm-hmm. So I graphed, and this is really common, so I want, I want to share this with readers. It's very common to start with one book idea, get some information, and not get the answers you want. So don't worry about that. And then you <laughs> scrap that and go on to the next thing. So if you're sitting in the seat right now and saying, oh, my gosh, I can relate to that, it's okay. So then I created a second set of questions all around failure, and I wanted to talk to business owners about failure, and nobody wanted to talk about it because they always want to show people that they were successful. And what I learned from the people that were willing to talk about failure was when they made themselves vulnerable, they failed because they were willing to take risks. And when you're willing to take calculated risks, you can move your business forward. Mm. So it it was really eye opening for me, and I actually wrote a um, anthology book. So mm-hmm. I didn't go into my book all at once. I was in two different book anthologies in those uh, two years, and that really helped okay. me, stick, you know, dip my toe in the book writing process. And for those of you that don't know, an anthology is a book where you just write one chapter, maybe about fifteen hundred words, and mm-hmm. it's a great way to. Um, like I said, dip your toe in and you share it with anywhere from 15 to 20 authors on a certain topic. And so I took this failure and then the pandemic happened and then I thought about my grandpa and now all these three things came together and that's when I was like, man, I can write this book. And, you know, three Mm -hmm. months out. So I want to share with readers, it still wasn't easy. (laughs) (laughs) Just because it was fast doesn't mean it was easy. Yeah, right. Just because it was fast that's, doesn't mean it was easy. So That's, um, that's fair. You know, and I, I look back and I can laugh about it now, but it was very serious during the writing process. So, you know, you know, outlining chapters and working with a good editor is really important. And somebody that understands publishing, I would encourage you to find somebody that, you know, is a good editor, understands publishing, and then um, get yourself with somebody that understands um, book publicity, like Rebecca and her firm. I'm going to give you a plug because you guys did a great job for me, and I really appreciate it. But you've got to have some partners along the way. Don't be afraid to get some experts involved to help you with the process. Yes. Because you do need some hand-holding, at least I did, you know, through this process, because your book is your baby. So yes. um, it, it was a really, it was, it was fun, it was painful, right? Because mm-hmm. it's almost like if you're a woman, it's, I compare it to giving birth. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm so proud of what came out of that project now. I'm very proud of my book. Mm, I'm so glad to hear that. That's and and that's exactly how it should be. <laughs> Not the pain part, but the, <laughs> being proud. Let me clarify: <laughs> being proud uh, of what you brought forward and how it's impacting the world. But you know, behind the scenes in in the publishing industry, we do sometimes call them book babies, <laughs> and we look at it that way as they're <laughs> being brought forward. I don't know if you do that, but yeah, as they're being brought forward and birthing and and just all of that the goes into bringing the book forward from idea to content to all the things that go into the publishing and 
the things that go before the content, after the content, the cover, all of those things, um, and then right. launching it so that people can receive it. There's, there's a lot there, and you're, and there is so much care and so much of the author's um, heart and spirit and, and um mastery that is in that book that um, I, they do need to be handled with love and care and great support so it can really be received as it's uh, meant to be received. <laughs> yeah, because when you write a book, it's, I didn't realize how personal it was going to be, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when it, it's time to go to the editor and the editor is just trying to help you, you know, make things better. I remember when I got those first edits back, I, I was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you want me to change some things? So, um, and the other yeah. thing I want to share with um, you guys is don't use the word um, you. Yeah. So um, I didn't know that when you use you in a document, it was um, kind of like you're preaching to people. It's just the way I talk. And so mm-hmm. I used you over, oh, 2,900 times. And so my editor had to go back and rewrite a bunch of stuff to get it on track for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love how you know that number. (laughs) Yeah, I did because I Googled it. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I, I think an editor is key. I mean, they're a really key partner when you're writing a book. Because they really help clarify some of your thoughts and what it is you have going on. So I would highly recommend getting an editor and that self-editing your book. It's such a good sounding block. Beautiful. <laughs> and being and receiving the feedback, <laughs> you know, that comes. Receiving the feedback is very hard at first. I'm not going to lie yeah. to anybody because, you know, yeah. it's your baby yeah. and you think it's perfect. And then you've got this other person saying, well, I really think we should reword it this way. And maybe this would be more clear. And so you've got to be willing to receive that feedback. And I wasn't always willing. I'm, I'm going to be honest. And then I would, you know, calm down and read what they said and be like, gosh, darn it, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing. And I believe I appreciate you being so candid because, you know, these are things that most people don't know until they go through it. <laughs> so what a gift to our listeners today to be able to really hear and learn from, from what you experienced and what went really well and what you're like, um, was a struggle, um, so that they're yeah. not caught off guard in, in the process. So when you, when you look back on all of it, is there something that's one of your favorite moments, um, that just you hold dear and dear to your heart and in, in the whole process of bringing your book forward? I think so. Um, when when it was time for um, release day, mm-hmm. I um, my friends and my family, and I mean, I had the greatest outpour of um, love from the people I knew. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm getting a little bit teary eyed in my eyes. It was it was amazing. I mean, I can't describe the feeling when I got the phone call and they said I was a best-selling author because I thought if, you know, a number one best-selling author, I thought if I got the best-selling, that would just be amazing. And I got number one and I, I was just thrilled. And then when I announced it to, you know, my family and my friends and my clients, they were, they all shared in it with me. And it was just such a joyous moment. Mm. So 
powerful. And to be able to celebrate that um, with each other and um, that they're, they were as excited as you were. <laughs> they were, they were. Yeah. It was just, yeah. it was just wonderful. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very fortunate. I have both my parents and um, my parents were just so, you know, proud. And my mom was telling her friends and, you know, my dad was telling his buddies. It was just really cool. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that special moment with us today. I'm just smiling <laughs> as I'm feeling it with you and uh, just reliving that moment and all that uh, took place. So thank you for sharing. We are getting ready to go to our next commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I want you just to reflect on some of what Debbie shared. Take a moment to collect your thoughts and put some notes down of what would be supportive for you. Perhaps it is getting that support. Maybe it's um, really getting clarity on what it is you're wanting to bring forward. Maybe it's figuring out what do you need help with? Sometimes just starting to ask that question. So it, take a moment and gather your thoughts and then we will continue our conversation in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed those couple of moments, that time to just take a breath and really take in all that is being shared with you and what would support you on your journey and you helping bring forward all that you are gifted to bring forward. And those of you who have that book project on your heart and mind, I hope that some of what we'll share was shared will help you move that forward and take some action so that you're able to bring it forward. Because I believe if you have that pull, that calling on your heart to bring it forward, it's because people are needing the information in that format now. So there is a pull for what you're called to bring forward. And the sooner you can bring it forward, the more people you can help. And the sooner that impact start that impact comes forward and can make the difference it's called to make. So I want to encourage you to tap into that purpose and really bring forward all that you're called to bring forward. And one of the things that is um, 
a big journey for authors, I find, is around their cover, like the title and the cover, because the cover is that bridge that people see. And a lot of times, um, people leaning into the book or saying yes is based on the title and the cover. So it's an important piece of the book, but we don't always talk about it or the the why a cover was designed a certain way. So I would love to take a moment, Debbie, and have you share with us why you chose the title that you chose and some of your thoughts about how the cover would it describe the cover <laughs> for those who yeah. haven't seen it and why it was designed the way it was designed. I'd love for you to share. Sure. So the, re- the reason I um, titled the book Loving Failure was successful business owners fail all the time. And all failure means is they tried something and it didn't work. And why is that important? Why would you even, you know, include that? Well, the reason is if you're not making decisions every day and taking risks, you're not moving your business forward. So sometimes people get caught up in indecision, and that's the worst place for a business to be because you're static and nothing is happening. So take the fear out of your decisions and um, loving failure, getting control of your business health. So many business owners don't want to look at their numbers because they don't understand them. And so there's a graphic on the front of the book that shows a graph with a heart at the very end of it and um, a heartbeat going forward and up like profits or sales in a business. And that was really important to me because, first of all, um, my heart in what I do for business owners, I'm all in because I want to help them get whatever that dream of success that's right for them. I want to make sure that we can make it happen for them. And so there's a lot of heart that is in business, and I I think sometimes it's missed because the core of business is, is employees. And when you can tie employees and numbers together, you can create such a wonderful culture of contribution with employees, owners, and create a company that's just amazing. And Mm -hmm. you've got to have that numbers portion because it's really important to understand where does the business stand cash-wise, profit-wise, so you can do things in your community and use that money any way that you want to contribute to your lifestyle. Mm. Thank you for sharing. Um, And I love how um, important each of those elements were on the cover in the title and the thought that went behind all of that and really helping people connect with um, embracing failure, willing to take risks, willing to move the business forward and always keeping the heart in the core and center there. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Um, And I I love how you knew which elements were important to you and why. And I think that's really great for our listeners who are looking at bringing a book forward to be thinking about some of those things and to bring that into the conversation with the designers that are going to help them with their covers. And as we're reflecting back on some of the information you shared with us today, I was thinking you really, I loved the reframe from pivot to innovate. And I'd love to tap into some of your amazing expertise and knowledge around how to innovate. What are maybe top three things that uh, businesses can do right now to start to look more at innovation and stepping into that and the opportunities there, especially during the dynamic times that we're in right now? I'd love your, your insight on that. 
Well, you know, there are a lot of people looking to start businesses right now. So Mm -hmm. think about how in your business um, there are processes or maybe intellectual property that you can create programs around where you don't even have to be involved in the income stream, right? It's a stream Mm -hmm. where maybe somebody can go do something virtually online and they pay a fee. Or how can you create reoccurring revenue for your business every month? Is there a warranty program that you can offer for your services? Is there a maintenance program that you can offer for a product that you sell? How can you create dependable revenue streams? So Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. And I, I know if there's business owners listening out there, these are topics near and dear to their heart. And talk to other people. Talk to your employees. Everything doesn't have to be on your shoulders. You hired great people, and they have ideas. Allow them to share those ideas with you because there are some great innovations that come from employees. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that information and those tips. And it's absolutely True. Um, we bring great people into our companies and they have, and it doesn't have to all fall on the owner to figure out everything, <laughs> tap into that amazing expertise uh, that is there that can be supportive. So I want to make sure that I take a moment and have you share how people can connect with you. I'd love for them to know where they can get your book if they are like, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I need. I need to add that to my library. Uh, please let people know how to find your book, where is your book, and how can they connect with you and go deeper? Well, sure. So uh, my book is sold on Amazon, and you can get it. It's sold by um, ebook, softback, and hardback. So all you've got to do is Google my name, and it'll come right up. It's Debbie Corey, D-E-B-I-C-O-R-R-I-E, and the book will come up, Loving Failure, Getting Control of Your Business Health. And then um, you can contact me. Um, via my email address. It's Debbie, D-E-B-I, at Acumaxim, and Acumaxim is spelled A-C-U-M-A-X-U-M dot com. And um, you can also reach me at 314-476-4200. So you can text or call that number. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that. And I also know that you have been working on some projects behind the scenes. You're always innovating as well. (laughs) (laughs) So I would love for you to share um, things that as they have written down your contact information and ways to go deeper, some of the things they can be watching for and stay um, attuned with you. Yeah. So, um, I have a project that I'm working on. It's a master class for business owners um, to learn more about finance and how to have more sophisticated financial information as they grow and scale their businesses. And so um, that master class will be released uh, second quarter of this year. And the Mm -hmm. purpose is to reach as many people as possible so they have information about finance and how to go to the next level in their financial statements. I think it's really important. Because what happens when you get more sophisticated numbers, this class is meant to take the mystery out of those numbers for business owners. You can make better strategic decisions and growth decisions for your business. Wonderful. 
I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this um, to be available, this masterclass to be available and really help empower everyone. So second quarter, um, it'll be available. And is the best way for them to stay connected with that? Is there a way they can get on your list so they would be notified or should they just watch for posts? What's the best way for them to stay um, abreast of the latest releasing things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question, Rebecca. If they Uh go to my website, um, acumaxim.com, they can um, fill out a contact information and they'll be added to our mailing list and then Mm -hmm. they'll know when that program's released. Perfect. Perfect. I was just thinking that people will be, I, I need to know where to watch and then we can get overwhelmed trying to watch everywhere. <laughs> so that's perfect. <laughs> Thank you for, for making that available and walking us through that. That's great. And any final tip or our share that you'd like to, to bring to the table and share with our listeners today? Yeah, I, you know, we as human beings, we don't want to fail. I mean, it's in our DNA, right? Mm-hmm. And our best lessons in life are learned when we take a risk and we fail. Because what we learn from that failure allows us to have continued success because we know the wrong answer and we can explore the next thing. So think of an inventor, Thomas Edison. You know, we all know his great inventions, but he failed thousands of times when he was trying to invent things. So don't let one failure with your book keep you from doing what you want to do. Just keep at it over and over again. There are so many stories you can look up about successful people. The owner of McDonald's, over and over again, he tried to open that business. You know, the colonel from Kentucky Fried Mm -hmm. Chicken, people laughed at him. He's a multi-billion dollar business. So hang out with the people that want to do what you want to do so you're in a supported network. And don't be afraid to fail. I told you, I failed three times before I got my book out. So it's all good. Ugh, it's all good. You. Just part of the journey. Ah. So good. It's all good and part of the journey. I love that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Thank you for joining us today. And listeners, as you get ready to go back out into the world, I encourage you to take a couple moments just for you to really think about what is that reach? What is that stretch? What is that thing that you are willing to take a bit of a risk on? What is the thing that you're willing to, to move forward and look at who you're who you're hanging out with. Look at the projects that you're called to bring forward and what's a step you can take to bring it forward. And really, I love this taking the sting out of um, failure that you just learned that that wasn't the best way and take that information and help you bring forward what you're called to bring forward because you just learned so much that can be used to prepare propel things forward including the book and the messages that you're called to bring forward i hope you have an amazing week everyone and we'll look forward to our conversation next week take care everyone thank you for tuning in to the author's journey Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of the Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward. 